0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I am your host, Diana Tucker. We're going to have an awesome and blessed podcast today. But before we get started, I would like to thank God for his grace, guidance, and mercy. And I believe that he is the one true living God. And I want to thank you, the listeners, for tuning in and spending time to listen to the podcast thank you so much. I pray and I hope that this podcast will be a blessing to you like it's a blessing to me because we are all a work in progress. So let us get ready to receive the message that God has in store for us today. And again, welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I'm your host, Diana Tucker. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the first Saturday of September. Yay. But it's a hot uh, first Saturday of September, especially here in San Diego. You know, here I go again with my my weather report. Um, On the East Coast, I don't know what the temperature is there, but I know here it's hot. So I know that it's in the 90s, uh, and um, drink plenty of fluids so you won't get dehydrated. So I just thank God that I'm able to see September. I thank God. Uh, I thank God that I'm able to be on the podcast today to be able to share the Word of God with you. And also, I want to thank Sister uh, Evangelist Delilah um johnson for being here on the vineyard bible ministry podcast what she shared with us was powerful was very enriching and god's willing she should come back and continue to share her ministry with us her word of god and and continue to share the podcast you know with your family friends i i really appreciate you all the listeners i love you all for sharing the podcast um and listening to it cuz you know God is good and and the word of God need to go forth you know like I keep saying we all have a ministry and we all need to go forth and and share the word of God with one another don't keep it to yourself don't keep it to yourself share it share it share it and again I I appreciate all of you thank you thank you so much so today's scripture reading is coming from Hebrews chapter 13 verses 14 to 16, Hebrews chapter 13 verses 14 to 16. And I will be reading the New King James Version. It says, for here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So I'm going to read it again. Hebrews chapter 13, 14 to 16. For here we have no continuing city, but we seek the one to come. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God, that is, the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget to do good and to share. For with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. So, in the book of Hebrews, <clears throat> excuse me, the writer states that we don't have no continuing city. And we all know that once we die, we will go into the house of the Lord, right? We will make our house and our home with God. So this is not our home. Those that are saved and accept Christ as their Lord and Savior, this is not your permanent home. You're basically our renters. We're renting. You know, I I like to keep that mindset. You know, I really don't live here. You know, my heart, my mind, and my soul, and my spirit is with God. I'm renting. And as of right now, we should always have that praise continually coming from our lips. Thanking God for everything, whether it's good or bad, we always have a praise on our lips. And as a reminder, always do good and to share. And, and it's not just material things we need to share, but we also, like I said earlier, share the word of God, to share God's grace, his mercy. Be an example of that light that I've been, you know, talking about the past couple of podcasts. Because it says here, for with such sacrifices, God is well pleased. And like what Sister Delilah said about sacrifices, we're going to be making sacrifices, but they're pleasing to God. You know, our lives are not going to be the way that it was once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. Sometimes, you know, um, I know the old saints used to tell me, you need to push through, Diane. You know, you need to push through, you know, and allow God to work in you and through you. Just, and I know you're tired. I know you're tired mentally. And I know you're tired physically. And emo- I know you're tired. But you got to get that extra strength from the Lord and push through. That's what they used to tell me. and And, you know, when I was younger, I, I didn't get it. I was like, what are they talking about, push through? I'm tired, like I'm tired. But as you get older and as you start reading the word and studying the Bible, it makes sense because God would give you that strength just from reading the word to push through because you're, when you're pushing through, as you're going through it, you're, you're seeing God, you're seeing Jesus. He's standing right there just like when Stephen, when he was being stoned, he looked up, he sees, he's seen Christ. That's how we should be seeing our life right now. As we go through these problems and difficulties with our our spouses, our children, our relatives, our friends, our coworkers, we should see light. You know, like what people say, you see the light at the end of the tunnel. We should see Christ standing right there with his arms wide open because we want him to say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. God knows what's going on. God knows that we are catching it. He knows that we're, we're dealing with a lot of problems. And as this world keeps spinning every day, we're, going, <laughs> we're spinning ourselves into problems. And sometimes the problems that, we've been, that we're even having is, has nothing to do with this. We've been invited. To other people's problems. And we're trying to get a grasp of like why. As much as I try to stay away from that person and that situation and their drama, why do I keep getting pulled back into it? Because Satan wants you in it. He wants you in it. He wants you to get caught up in it. It's like he wants you to say something. He wants you to do something. He wants you to become ungodly. Cause you gotta remember. Once you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior, we, we are encouraged to live a godly life. And Satan wants us to bring the old person back that we got rid of, bring them back, and to respond to what people say, and what people do to us, the old way, the old Diana. And I know I'm not the only one that said, man, if it was the old Diana, This is what I would have said. You know, I had to stop saying that because I don't want the old Diana to come back because old Diana was a hot mess. (laughs) But she learned a lot, though. She learned a lot, though. So I want us to, to focus on how can we live in this world. And I know I talked about it. Numerous of times in the podcast. But we got to remember, you know, like I said, we're, we're renters, right? We don't live here. So we're renting. This is not our permanent home. So while we're here, how should we live? So we need to have, like I said, live a godly life. And to obtain that, we have to stay in prayer, reading the scripture, and we have to listen to God's truth. There are a lot of false prophets out there that making the lie, by making a lie sound like the truth, and making the truth, the word of God, sound like a lie. And I said it before in the past that God's word is not debatable. Guess what? These false prophets, these false teachers of the word of God, is making it debatable. God's word is not, deb- whatever God says, that's what it is. I don't think that if we read the, the Bible, once when God rained down his judgment, nobody really didn't debate him. A lot of people realized why they were getting this, this judgment put on them because of sin. And that's why obedience plays a huge role. Of what God does in your life, how God intervenes. So, if we go to Second Peter, chapter two, and if you ever get the opportunity to read Second uh, Peter, Second Peter is is three chapters, and um, and it's a short book. It's a letter, and he's writing to uh, to Christians to let them know that
1: Christ is coming and they need to be aware of false prophets, false teachers. They need to be aware
0: of that. And he kind of reminded them about Sodom and Gomorrah, about what was going on. And I don't know if if you really read chapter 2, it literally talks about all the, the sins that was happening in Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, especially Sodom, and uh, the deceptions that was going on, and how people in Sodom was causing people to sin. And we know the result, you know, what, what happened? It got destroyed. But I want us to focus on Lot. So you have Lot, he's there with his family, and he's trying to live this righteous life in Sodom. All this stuff going on in Sodom. All this stuff. Homosexuality was going on. Um, people committing sin in open daylight, without the sense of shame. Um, They didn't have no problem about saying that they're deceiving people. Adultery was going on. They were braggers and boasters, and they were coveting each other. Um, Men was promised freedom from their sin. And these are from the prophets saying that, you know, that they're free from the sin. And they were sinful themselves. And um, all that seduction was just going on. And they wasn't listening to the government or the laws. So like I said, if you read chapter 2 in 2 Peter, you'll, you'll get all this information. But can you think about the mindset that Lot was going through? He's trying to live a righteous life not just only for himself, but his wife and his daughters. He was trying to live
1: that life. And it was constantly everywhere. But what helped Lot to get through what he was going through, Abraham put him up in prayer. He prayed for him. He did. He did. He he wanted him to be spared.
0: So what I'm going to do, I'm going to read. I have my Bible out. So I'm going to read what was going on with Noah. Not Noah, but but lot. But Noah's mentioned in chapter two, but I want to focus on, well, I read what was going on with Noah, too, so you can understand how it all tied in together. So starting at verse 4, uh, starting with the angels, you know. So it says here, is mostly talking about the dangers of false teachers. So, for God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell and in gloomy pits of darkness. And I'm reading the New Living Translation where they were being held unto the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven others in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the city of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into a heap of ashes. He made them an
1: example of what would happen to ungodly people hmm, let that marinate. He, 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 he made them an
0: example of what would happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Verse 8. Yes, Lot was a a righteous man who was tormented in his soul. It was bothering him that much by the wickedness he saw in her day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their
1: trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. Think about that. There's a lot of us right now that is so
0: sick and tired of what is going on in the world. We just read it. A righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. That was verse, that was verse 7. And it bothered him. So if you feel bothered spiritually of what's going on, Pray. Trust and believe judgment is coming. But you don't want to get caught up in that judgment, okay? Always ask God to forgive you for your sins. To deliver you from any type of sin that is causing you to stumble. And not only that,
1: pray that you're not causing someone else to stumble. You do not want to be one of those type of individuals
0: that wants to be free from sin. But then you get caught up in sin again, and then you're worse off than what you was from before. There's a scripture in the Bible. Um, and it talks about how <clears throat> when Jesus mentioned it, it talks about how a person gets saved and how they're all cleaned out, you know. That one demon that left their body comes back with seven more. And that person was worse off than what they was prior. When God has delivered you from sin, you have to replace that void with the spirit of God and keep it there. Because what happens is that if we get caught up in sin again, we're going to be worse off than what we was. And sometimes some people get so lost, they don't even return back to God. And then they blame God for the reason why they're in that rut that they're in. God removed us out of the rut. He he cleaned us up. Sometimes we go back in it because either from disobedience or we don't trust God enough to keep us from it. We got to pay attention to the people that God encamp around us. Sometimes we may have people still lingering in our lives, but that's to help build us up. And sometimes God will remove them. But we got to remember that God loves us so much that he will do anything for us to help us to stay rooted and grounded in his word. And, And we have to take that, Initiative to study God's word and to trust his word and
1: believe it. In this scripture, if you go back to 2 Peter, and I'm going all the way down to
0: uh, chapter 2, verse 19. Well, no, I'm going to go all the way down to verse 20. It says, And when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and they get tangled up and enslaved by sin again, they are worse off than before. It would be better if they had never known the way of righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life. They prove the truth of this proverb, a dog returns to its vomit.
1: And another says, A washed pig returns to the mud. Ooh. Wow. If God removed you out of a situation that you prayed
0: to be delivered from, like Lot, you delivered him from it, do not be like his wife and look back. because when she looked back, she never left. She was turned into a pillar of salt. We are not, once we become children of God, once we become saved, we are no longer part of this world. Stop going back to it.
1: As we just read, God's going to destroy this world.
0: He already have a new one and he's creating for us. And if we read the Bible, say he's not going to win. We already know what's going to happen. We already know. Read the book of Revelation. He's not going to win. Christ has the victory. So while we're walking through this journey,
1: believe you have the victory because Christ won. Christ. One. We're just renting. We don't own this world.
0: Don't want to own it. I'm renting. So while I'm here, I'm going to do everything that I can to live this life that God has for me, to share the word of
1: God, to study the scripture. And pray for others as well as myself. So, trust God. Trust his process.
0: And if you're being tormented by the condition of this world, pray. Pray, pray, pray. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you right now for the word for this reading of your word right now. We thank you. God, we know that the the wickedness of this world is just a result of Satan trying to hurt not only your creations, your people, but to discourage your child, your children, from staying faithful and obedient to you. God, we rebuke Satan in the mighty name of Jesus. We rebuke him. Cause God, we know that Christ is coming. We know that He already won the war. And God, as we are here on this earth right now, give us the strength and endurance to study a word, so we apply it to our hearts. To study a word, so we could live a righteous life. To study a word, so we be able to share it with others, so we could give them the truth. So they can know that is your word not the lie of the enemy and we proclaim that victory in the mighty name of Jesus and we thank you Lord for dying on the cross and giving us this wonderful
1: gift of salvation we thank you Lord for always standing in
0: the gap for our salvation we, we just want the Holy Spirit to pour out a fresh anointing on us every day to remind us of who you are. Help us to identify people that is, that is yours.
1: Let the Holy Spirit that's in us teach us how to learn to love one another, to teach us how to have patience, to understand what sacrifice really
0: is because Christ, you sacrificed a lot for us when you died on the cross.
1: Help us to not be deceived. Help us, God. And just continue to keep guiding us, Heavenly Father, through your word, with your love. And we thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So
0: as always, I encourage you to read the scriptures for yourself so that you may get an understanding of what God is trying to tell you. Take care, everyone. I love you. God bless you. And happy September. Thank you so much for listening to the Vineyard Bible Ministry Podcast. I pray that you was blessed with the message. And if you have enjoyed the message and would like updates of new episodes, please subscribe and share with others. You can also leave us a message on the link that is posted on the podcast page. And you can follow us on our website, www.vbministry.com www.vbministry.com. You can get updates of our Bible studies, request prayer, and if you would like to contact us. Again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast. May God bless you in every aspect of your life. Take care.